1: Support for Budget Arcade is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels.
2: funny that you say that, Scott. Manscaped just launched in the UK, so any overseas listeners that might need to, I believe Mark would say, twigs and berries, they want to take care of that whole mess. I don't know the grooming stuff in the UK, but they might want to clean it up a bit, and Manscaped's the way to go.
3: So, Jeff, if you don't mind, I'm going to cut you there. They're third-generation trimmer. that's the
2: thing. Mani-escape, you don't cut. But what about the sloppy top on the rock? Well, you know, sometimes when you got to get around to the scrope boat, I'll say this. I'm a heavier guide, so it's a little hard to see the meat knockers. And when you're trimming, you kind of want to have a good visual. But with the lawnmower 3.0, which is also available in the UK now, you can just kind of go at it and not worry too much about it. There's uh, an LED light on the front of the lawnmower 3.0. That way you can kind of make sure everything looks nice and trim for your, your significant other. I'll tell
1: you something. Jeff, you know that I am a uh, bicycle commuter, correct? I do know that, yes. And because of that with the ball deodorant it's so helpful, as well as the ball toner to use after I've ridden my uh, excessive amount of miles to work. And it's refreshing. Oh yeah, spritzing the skin twins right after a bicycle ride, it's
3: magic. So guys, so let me just say that the lawnmower 3.0 is 7,000 RPMs with Quiet Stroke technology. That leaves Big Joe and the twins feeling great
2: they've supplied listeners of budget arcade with a promo code to save 20 percent. so that's 20 percent off you get free shipping with the code arcade at manscaped.com your balls will thank you make your testes your besties
1: and for our lady listeners just like games are not for men only neither does this product have to be you can skip that pink tax by using our promo code
2: r-k-a-c-r-a-d-e just to let them know that budget arcade sent you The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play.
1: Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott.
2: I'm Jeff. And I am Mark.
1: And welcome to episode number 71. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game every other week and then we rate and review it. Mark, what was this week's game?
3: Oh, this week we've played Among Us. It is developed by InnerSloth, who you may recognize from well-known titles such as dig to china and Ooh. henry stickman it's an online multiplayer social deduction games on the pc and mobile
2: and it is it not was... free on pc though correct Ooh. i believe it's five dollars on pc yes it's still on the pc though jeff i i'm just clear being a free-to-play podcast you would think that everyone who listens would assume that the games we play are free i'm just providing information to the listener that they might want well we would have gone over that in the paywall anyways it was
3: released originally on june 15th
1: 2018 fun fact inner sloth is only a three-person team
3: fun fact I have never heard of either of the games that I previously mentioned.
2: But they have, what they have is a hit on their hands because every streamer in the world is playing this game right now.
3: All right,
1: so the gameplay of this game is it's more like a heavier graphical version of the Town of Salem as well as uh, Werewolf and Mafia. It's a deduction game. You are either put in the role of an imposter or the role of a crewmate. There can be a maximum of three imposters and depending on whatever is set for will determine how many imposters are actually are the crewmates are. They're designated tasks. They'll have tasks throughout the ship or whatever map that you're currently on. I believe there's like three maps available at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. Anybody correct me on that? I only Sounds good. Two. <laughs> okay.
2: I believe there's three maps. Believe me. And then, if you were wrong, I would correct you, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> and so as a crewmate, you are, are going through and trying to complete these tasks before... The imposters are able to kill off, I believe, all but... I think if there's one crewmate left, then the imposters win. I think it has to do
2: with how many people can vote. So... So I don't think it's like, a, and I totally could be wrong because you guys are going to know more than me, but there's like basically when there aren't enough people left to vote someone out to be ejected, the imposters win is my understanding.
1: Yes. So if the imposters kill off enough people where there's nobody left to vote or not enough people left to vote them off, they win. They can also win by sabotaging certain items on the maps. And they will trigger events that if they are not taken care of in a timely manner by the crewmates, it basically, I guess it makes the ship self-destruct or whatnot. Or I know like one of them is a uh, oxygen-based thing. So I guess it would suffocate all the crewmates.
2: Yeah, I didn't get... Any of my games to end that way It was mostly just either they completed The tasks or I got murdered Now when you get murdered you become a ghost So you can still complete your tasks Now your tasks kind of Think almost like uh, uh, WarioWare, those micro mini Games, just very simple Tasks you have to do, you go to a Location and it pops up a simple display Where you're, you're mashing colored Wires, you're adjusting Levels, you're just kind of syncing these Things really quickly, like the tasks Don't take that long, but if you're not an imposter and you want to get your tasks done, you have to, you know, kind of go off in separate parts of the ship. Maybe go with a friend so you don't get murdered unless your friend is the murderer. And should you get murdered, you are not able to communicate in the chat anymore, at least with other people who are not dead. However, this game's best played if you're like in a Discord channel where you can actually talk with your friends and have a discussion. And with that being said, there needs to be people who honor the rules, so if you do get murdered, you can't just immediately blab, hey, Scott killed me, and then everybody votes for Scott, and you just, that would make for bad gameplay. So, it's best played with friends on comms.
3: This game got old after two games, and that's my analysis okay. of it.
2: Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for- Thanks for listening. Game on. Wow.
3: Mm.
1: It's super popular, and Mark hates it. Well, that's fine. <laughs> what does that say about Mark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's kind of like, yep, yep. You got a point there. Wait, wait a minute. The That's why the, he's got to be a contrarian with his Nintendo 64. Right. Listen, just you don't be mad because I won the developer draft, right? You didn't. I'm with, I'm leading in votes, so, you know. The
1: draft is not completed yet. Because the draft the is complete. Now it's the oh, season. Oh yeah, the draft is completed. The season is not. You're well, taking it further than I thought you would.
2: So I just was like one and done. But okay, uh, what are we talking about with this game? Uh, Mark didn't yeah. care.
3: No, so this is a game, and yes, it's it's very popular. Um, but how long does that last? Who knows? Probably not. Well, very long. did
2: you play on comms? No, no, I I because played. The game with... is not fun with randos, in my opinion.
3: Right, and so it. You have to you have to have a deliberate plan for playing this game, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, with whoever you're going to play with.
2: Yeah, I would almost compare it to something like the Jackbox games, where those games on your own, if you sit down and play Jackbox, you're not going to have any fun. But if you're in the same room with all your friends and you play Jackbox, you're going to have a great time. And I think that's what this is. This is more of like a digital board game almost, um, where if you have the right people together and you're all in chat and you're all respecting the rules, uh, you can have a really great time and it can be addictive as long as you're playing with people you like. Where to me, there is like a, matchmaking is a strong word, but you can queue up with randos and there's no comms. Everything's done in the, the chat window and that's not that much fun to me because it's more fun to uh if we were playing for me to get murdered by scott and be like ah you got me and then talk some smack and you know that's where the the enjoyment of the game lies to me so if you didn't give a chance to play with people you know, I can understand why this game would get boring quickly.
3: I play... My 11-year-old daughter is very into Among Us. But (laughs) when we play together and, like, somebody else would be an imposter and I would see the imposter kill somebody or I'd see the imposter vent and I'd be in the chat and I'd say something to my daughter who's sitting at the couch next to me. She would say in in the chat... Oh, my dad said this. And it just, it would, it would be funny to me, the the response from these random people going, what the hell are you talking about, your dad? But at the same time, there was only the two of us communicating. And so, you're right, Jeff. The, you, have to, you have to play with, with people you know. You have to play with a group, almost.
2: Right. I could see this it, being a great party game if you're all at, like, if you're at someone's house or you're at a party, you're like, hey. Everybody got Among Us on their phones, and you sit around and pull your phones out and play. I mean, I bet that would just be epic. Um, you yeah, know, obviously I, I, I can we're see social that. distancing, so if you get on Discord and do it, you can still have a good time.
3: Yeah, I, I just the the stipulations behind this game are what what threw me off. With it, it soured me on the game. It's a
1: shame because this game is actually even fun with randoms. Like, so what I would do a lot of times would be like okay, I'm going to hang with this person. And I would tell that person be like, hey, Pink, I'm with you. And then I would follow that person for the majority of the games. And it was actually funny. I did play one game where I had grouped up with the guy who was playing on Pink. And he ended up getting imposter and he wouldn't kill me. But (laughs) the other guy who was imposter with him ended up killing me. I was like, you know, I appreciate that man not killing me. Keeping it, keeping our, uh, our alliance there together.
2: <laughs> I, but here's the thing though. If you put in chat, Hey, I'm with pink. And then you get murdered. People are going to like, well, pink, what happened?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, and it was funny so, though, but he, so he, I, I gotta say this though. He was an imposter and he like peeled away from me and then his, the other imposter killed me and mm-hmm. he played it off so well. He was like, no, they killed my partner. It was just like, it was perfect because like nobody suspected him the entire game and him and the other guy ended up winning that round because he played it off so well.
2: So, so much of this game comes down to not the mechanics because the mechanics are extremely simple. It's one button to kill. It's, you know, basically you're doing the small menial task like I was talking about. Very simple I hesitate to even call them puzzles, but just very simple tasks. So that the meat of the gameplay and what makes it good are those conversations between all the users and trying to deduce who the imposters are.
0: Hey, well
1: This game is free on mobile, both iOS and Android. It is however- now. Hold on
2: there, Scott. Hold on there, if I may. This game is five dollars on PC. I hope Ooh. you guys know that. I didn't want to say it too 99. soon. I didn't want to say it too soon before the paywall because apparently that's a problem.
3: Well, I, you know, when you interrupt my whole spiel... Shh, just,
2: whatever, Mark. Whatever. Just saying, I apologize. I'm sorry for interrupting thank, you. Go ahead, you. Scott. I, I, you were saying... I accept your apology. You're yeah, welcome. So it
1: is, it is $4.99 on Steam. With the uh, mobile versions, though, you are going to encounter ads after every single round that you play. You can remove those ads for $1.99, which honestly isn't that bad of a price. Everything else behind the paywall is all cosmetics.
2: Yeah. And so... Just real quick, for mobile games, that's my favorite kind of thing. As opposed to having, you know, microtransactions to buy stuff in-game, I'd rather just be able to download the game for free, decide whether I like it or not, and then pay, you know, 2 to $5 to remove the ads. To me, that's optimal. I, I think that's a really great way in the ecosystem where on mobile, everything needs to be free. Otherwise, you're never going to move any units for them to work around that. Uh, we
1: didn't mention that this game is 100. 100- percent cross play too so you are playing against pc players one you're on mobile and vice versa and
3: that's a that's a, so that's uh interesting i guess viewpoint from total gameplay and i know we're in the paywall section but the this had the same problem i noticed that town of salem did because it was cross play as well when you're having your your discussion with with the players in the chat mobile players are at a disadvantage because of the time limit that you have Agreed. to discuss things, and having having to having to type something shorthand on your phone or your iPad or whatever, and then you have people that are playing on PC that can have full fledged conversations because Ooh. they're typing on a keyboard. That just puts that puts you at a disadvantage. I just think that that's a that's so a cross play disadvantage. I do
1: agree with you in the sense that is does take longer to type out your stuff on mobile. However, the community that plays this game has come up with so many different like acronyms and stuff that you can use while you're playing. Like shorthand. Yeah, shorthand. That that it's if you witness somebody kill somebody, all you gotta do is drop their their color. And then after you do that, if you as long as you drop their color before they type anything out or say anything, you can be like you can do that as the afterthought. I saw this I saw black kill that person in there or i saw green kill that person all you gotta be is like you know the the first thing you do as soon as you find the body and report it is be like green put it in the chat as long as you get it there before green does you can usually get them beforehand and that's i was i had that happen a lot of times green has a keyboard though i've beaten keyboard players legit like all right it's it's no, oh, I, I
3: believe you. Whoa, check out the big brain Look <laughs> at right this sky. guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the keyboard player. Well, I mean,
1: Android's better than iOS with that. All you got to do is swipe and it'll type it out. You can swipe iOS on doesn't iOS. doesn't do
2: too. anything right, Mark. Come on. It, get out.
3: <sighs> you know what iOS does right? When the developer draft.
2: I, oh, what? No. What does iOS have makes to do? no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it was kind of like that one time.
3: I'm the only Apple user on this podcast, and I won the developer draft. Nope, we connected dots. The dots were terrible. Dots. Let's go back. iOS equals winning Uh, developer drafts. Whatever.
1: Replayability. You're gonna have a different experience (laughs) every single time that you play this game. It's not gonna be the same. I mean, if you do play with the same people repeatedly, it's gonna be similar games. But because of the RNG of who gets the well, impostor. not
2: necessarily,
1: though. Right. Yeah, because, you know, the crew members are not always going to be the same people. The imposters is not always going to be the same people. Your tasks are going to be probably different each time, too, because you're not always going to have the same task mm-hmm. because there's quite a few different tasks. There's also like the fact that there's easy tasks, quick tasks and like more complex tasks. And the person who sets up the lobby gets to pick how many tasks of which of each one that you're going to have, as well as how many imposters, you know, you can do one, two or three. And so the gameplay is going to change depending on the people you're playing with and depending on the game variants that the person has put in. For example, my, my my stepdaughter has been playing this game as well, and she was playing with a bunch of friends, and they were playing what they call hide-and-seek. And it's a single imposter. Everybody else goes and finds a hiding space, and that imposter has to go and find them. But the imposter's field of view is set really low. So you can only see somebody when they're like directly on top of you. And I believe also that there's no reporting. And as soon as you kill somebody, the body disappears. So that's the the way that game variant that they've come up with is played. Now, they, they,
3: the game comes with that?
1: So, theme? yeah, it comes with the ability. So the person who sets up the lobby can set the different game variants and what happens in the game. And that's just something that somebody has come up with. They're like, okay, well I've made the imposter where they can't see very close, you know, or very far away and we're all going to hide and you have to try and find us. That's cool.
2: Yeah. So it's almost like when you get in a lobby, like if you make a private match on halo, you can set all kind of fun rules. Exactly. Um, that's cool.
1: Yeah, and that's just one aspect of the replayability that you can do in this game. Plus, there's the three different maps, so you've got the, the variants of those as well.
2: And I think the big thing is the human element, though. I mean, the fact that everything there is kind of controlled by the, the people playing it. So yes. you're not playing against a computer, you're playing against a person. And so, you know, no, no two online matches of Halo have ever been the same, and I don't know that you are ever going to have the same experience.
3: Well, let me let me ask you guys this: This game came out back in 2018. Why now is this game? That's a great because question. I think streamers
1: so have been picking it up, and there, I believe Ninja was playing it at one point in time, and a couple other streamers have picked it up as well, and that's really boosted the popularity of it because the younger generation is like, oh, this seems pretty fun. My my stepdaughter. And all of her friends are playing it. Mark's daughter's playing it. My son is playing it as well because I was able to put it on his tablet. And they're just, they're enjoying the crap out of it.
2: So and here's another thing that's kind of funny that I saw is that, like you said, it came out in 2018. And I think it might have been marginally successful, not to the the heights it is now, because it's, you know, one of the probably top five most popular games on Twitch right now. Uh, most of the time, like top three is... That they actually had a sequel planned and they were working on it. And when the game blew up, they said, "Whoa!" They canceled the sequel and they said, "Let's just work on this game that's already making money." Yes, um, which I think is smart. It's the the correct move to do as a small three person studio. I just thought that was funny. It was like, "All right, we're working on the sequel. Working on the sequel. Oh my god." it blew up you know i'm sure they sold tons of copies on pc just out of nowhere um it's probably it's got to be a million seller by now which is probably more than they ever anticipated well if i um, remember
1: correctly they were at i want to say like five million users and if most of those people are on steam then that's quite a bit of that's a good chunk there that they've made.
2: I I would wager that they're more likely on mobile just because more people have access to mobile devices. Okay, but even that if
1: they're if those people on mobile are paying the $1.99 to remove ads, which they probably are, that's
2: quite a bit of money there too. Oh, I'm sure they're raking it in. I'm sure they're doing just fine. Hence why they canceled the sequel. Right.
1: And actually, this game is getting so popular that there are now cheaters in the game.
2: Well, yeah. that is. So that's one of the good things about playing with people you know, though. Because this is a type of game that could be easily ruined by cheaters. Oh,
1: yes. Uh, I actually had one game so, where there was a cheater in there. They were the imposter. And the cheat that they had allowed them to instantly kill another person after a kill that they had made. Because they, like somehow circumvented the uh, kill time. Yeah,
2: don't cheat at games. Be a better human than that.
1: Well, and the point that the online community... I'm looking at you, Mark.
2: (laughs) Easy, Jeff. (laughs) Don't be a poor sport. Well, and
1: the point that the online community has been making about the game is the fact that you don't gain anything from cheating. Like, you know, other games like Warzone... You right. you might gain the the ability to. There's no ranking. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's no ranking whatsoever. But you know, in these other games, you like level up and rank in this other stuff. But there's nothing in this game about you cheating except for
2: you bullying people, ruining other people's fun. Right. It, it's all about being a troll. Like, what do you do with your life, man? Mark, <laughs> come on. Well, I paint. I
3: painted cabinets today, so. That's what I do with my life, Jeff. Oh, uh,
2: Man, you're taking this personally. These personal attacks, you're taking personally.
3: <laughs> hey, so so what what about this game sets it apart from, say... What's what, the what's other game that was really... No, 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 no. Um, Mafia?
2: Because I could tell the you, other... this game's actually playable. And because <laughs> everything is lined out, what you're supposed to do, it's straightforward. Whereas Salem was just like, what is happening? What is going on? Some of no, them. But Salem,
3: Salem was be- Salem was a better game.
2: Oh god. Let's put a poll up. It was a better up. game. Let's put a poll up on Twitter and you can lose another Why? one. Why, so you
3: can lose
1: that too? Please! Uh, I am a lost yet! Actually, let's see. The poll should have ended today, so let me take a look at that.
2: Yes. Please, go ahead, Mark, say whatever nonsense you were going to say. Anyways, what sets this game apart from the other
3: uber-popular Twitch streaming game that was popular, like, three weeks ago? Was it Knockout Guys or Fallout Guys? Yeah,
2: so I think for me, like, I saw Fallout Guys, and I'm like, or Fall Guys, and I'm I'm like, it didn't look interesting to me at all. And I think it it was because it was, like, a simpler battle royale that anyone could pick up and play. And I think that's why that got popular, but it's definitely dropped off. I feel like this has definitely had a longer shelf life. And I th- I think one of the reasons it does is because the conversations can be so interesting and it makes for good Twitch viewing where I didn't think Fall Guys really did. I, I, Fall Guys kind of was boring to watch to me where if you have streamers you know and enjoy their personalities that stream with people that they know, you can really make some entertaining stuff i'm it wouldn't surprise me if there's a podcast just based around people playing this style of game
1: i mean there's there's memes all over the place now everything like they've been popping up it's pretty hilarious um so the the poll that i did on twitter it looks like jeff won with 60 percent of the votes
3: so uh yes how many votes how many Uh, votes doesn't doesn't matter matter.
2: doesn't matter that's right scott (laughs) That's right. So uh, Jeff will sixty percent.
1: Jeff will earn five points towards his uh, draft.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. My hey, Elliot, friend of the podcast, former co-host, sent me a text. And he said, "Let me let me grab it. Let me read it verbatim. It doesn't count unless
3: Elliot puts it in the social sphere." Okay, no, he can't just send you a text and be like, "Yo, you." He knows how you your, how sensitive your your
2: feelings developer are. draft so was he superior just sent it to me. Mark's. He says uh, draft wasn't even close. He was outgunned and outmanned. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send that tweet? Did you send that text to yourself? No, Elliot sent it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> go back and listen to Developer Draft if you haven't. We had a good time. All, all joking aside, that was a fun episode.
0: <laughs> Judgment.
1: All right, so at the end of each episode, we vote on whether the game deserves our seal or not and requires a two-third vote to be approved or denied. Uh, let's go with Mark since he'd hated it. Go for
2: it, Mark. Yeah, all right, Mark. Go ahead. Tell us, explain to us exactly how this game is worse than Town of Salem.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. How, wait, what was the the max we had to to reach for the the pod? What was it? Fourteen minutes? Oh, we're past it. I fourteen think it, minutes yes, and seven uh, seconds. So, yeah, okay, that guy can.
2: That sounds like an April Fool's podcast. We'll release uh, right. a fourteen minutes and seven seconds one. of them. Yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> so, t- Town of Salem.
3: It, it took more effort to get to where the game wanted you yeah, to go. Remind, isn't it, that it, the it, first
2: it, game you re- reviewed on the show? No, it was the second one. Whatever. Was a stupid? Okay. No.
3: Yeah. Maybe. It know. was really early uh, on in the in the no Mark the verse. the the Witcher the Witcher card. Games. Oh, that's right. You love uh, card games <laughs> almost as much as I love social whatever these games are called deduction social deduction. Town of Salem actually made some effort for interesting gameplay, and to me, well, while the game itself fell short, to me it actually. You had, you had to actually do things to, to get, I don't want to say enjoyment, but to to get where the game wanted you to go. And whether you enjoyed the game or not, the purpose behind everything was there. This game, yes, in, in the social sphere, it is enjoyable. If you're playing with friends, it can be this rolling good time that, you know, that it can be duplicated. I just, I don't feel it's a particularly good game game. So it's not going to get my seal. All right.
2: Jeff? Yeah. So it's not going to... I'm just kidding. Uh, Yeah, I I think it's... I hesitate even to refer to it as a video game. I mean, it is. It technically is. But it definitely because of the way it plays out feels closer like a board game or some sort of tabletop game. Uh, That being said, having tabletop games in digital form is amazing because you never lose the pieces. I think this is a really... Great game. I think it executes what Tal- Thomas a tried to do in a much better uh, way. It-, it graphically doesn't look like much, but it doesn't need to because everything about this game is just straightforward and simple. And it is fun if you have the right people to play with. So, yes, it gets my seal of approval.
1: All right. That's one vote no, one vote yes. So this game... I, game on! I've, oh, had, I've definitely had a blast playing this game. I've been playing it with my kids, and I actually played it with my stepdaughter and her best friend, and probably got one of the best compliments I got from when I was playing the game with them. But yeah, it's it's. I feel that this. What was the compliment? Oh, yeah, it's
2: like the compliment was like, what? "Oh, what? you showered." <laughs> so.
3: Wait, how how are you going to say that? Is yeah,
2: it was the the okay. It's okay. the greatest compliment ever. <laughs> so I, <laughs> Game on, everyone. I, I walk
1: in the room, and they're playing, they're like, you want to play it with us? And I go, yeah, you know, I might as well play it, because it's the next game that we're reviewing. And this is, like, when we very, very first started playing the game. And they were on Discord with their friends. My daughter's best friend was like, hey, Ashley's dad's going to play with us. He's really chill. Oh. I was like,
2: I'll take that. They don't know you like I do. Shh. They don't need to. Actually, it would be. I wonder what like Teddy's friends. Hey, Teddy's dad's gonna play. He's insane, man. He's gonna yell at you. He's gonna accuse you of cheating. Just... Wait,
3: what is that? What is that meme with? Um, what's What's the actor's name uh, uh, from
2: the Dom Deluise? <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. Um, wow, you the... you remembered a Dom Deluise movie like. That. Amazing!
3: <laughs> I was I was so super sad when he died because of because of the character he played in, in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh,
2: have God. you never seen Silence of the Hams? No, I, I, I I've
3: seen I've seen a, a, a fair amount of Tom Tillouise movies. Yeah. It's just when I was a kid, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven had just come out, and he was the the little wiener dog. So Scott, and
2: do you approve? Or <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what are we doing?
1: Mark <laughs> really derailed this, didn't he? <laughs>
3: hey that was it that that was probably the most interesting aspect of this whole podcast um
1: yes it is gonna get my seal this was a very much fun game and it definitely executed it very much way better than town of salem and the fact that i felt like there was something to do in between the murders whereas town of salem i didn't feel that at all because yes i agree I, i you know even when i got a task where i could quote unquote do something I didn't feel like I was doing anything because there wasn't that satisfying graphical interface that allowed me to do something during the off times. So, yes, this will get my seal. So, with uh, two out of three votes, but this game is budget arcade approved.
3: Hey, so, real quick, it was Steve Buscemi. Have you seen uh, Dude, have you seen the meme?
2: I was going to say his name, like, but I couldn't think of, <laughs> I could see his face, but not his name. And that's why I went with Dom DeLuise because of the poster I have right here. But but
3: have you seen the meme from Steve Buscemi where he's on like I guess he's on like Thirty Rock or whatever and he's got the hat backwards? Yeah. And what's he's up, got fellow high and he's kids? Like, yeah, how do you do, what's fellow up, kids? Dudes? That's how I imagine. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I imagine Scott was when his daughter said he was super chill.
2: <laughs>
1: well played. All right, so the next game we are going to play is uh, Genshin Impact. Don't be a battle royale. What is it? Genshin Impact. Oh, that's free? Yes, it is free on PC sure. and mobile.
2: Oh, because I've been seeing people stream it, and I thought it was like a, a $60 buy-in. Interesting.
1: No, it's, uh, okay. it's supposed to be like a Breath of the Wild style uh, RPG. Oh, God. And oh, God. Yeah, uh, but it is on PC, and it seems like it'll run pretty <sighs> well on PC without having to have a powerful PC. Ah. <sighs> Well, you don't like Breath of the Wild.
2: It's okay. Oh, that's it's his favorite. Favorite game.
1: You're not oh, big God. into RPGs, so are you,
2: Jeff? <laughs> generally speaking, not. I like an action RPG. Uh, give me a Diablo three. Give me a, uh, you know, or like a Borderlands. Something that's an action game first with RPG elements. I dig it. But we'll,
3: we'll see how this grinding
2: generally just.
3: How, wait, that's that's Fallout. You just described Fallout.
2: No, that's Fallout's a... way slower though. I agree. I did just describe Fallout, but Fallout's way slower. And the gunplay's not as fun. So I would argue that's an RPG first because of all the talking you have to do. All the dialogue trees. I can't do it, man. Borderlands is, hey, go over here and shoot this thing. And you're like, cool, I can do that. That's me all day. You can get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. You can also check out our website, BudgetArcade.com. Don't forget, we do have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. Go to Patreon.com slash Budget Arcade question mark. And you can sign up there, get some perks, uh, help the show out. Uh, You know, all of us, there's a reason it's a free-to-play gaming because we all have kids and they take up money. So anything you can do would help. But otherwise, just hang out and listen for free. Go to our Discord. It doesn't matter. It's all good. We love you. That's an exaggeration. We're glad you listen. Thank you.
3: Jeff doesn't love anybody.
2: No, I just, it always annoys me when I'm watching like Twitch. And like, ah, thanks for the sub. I love you. Nah. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah. 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 Listen, hey, I, I like, what's that quote from Bilbo Baggins. I like half of you more than the most of you and the rest of you can kiss my... Alright. Take us home. Uh, music is
1: provided by Stimage. You can download his music at metroidmetal.com and game on. Mm-hmm.
0: Podcast Network.